0: Tell me about your father.
1: City Counselling on 95BFM, our weekly chat with the good people of Auckland Council.
0: The deadlines for nominations to run in the local body elections has just ended mere minutes ago at 12pm today. Signs have been popping up around Tamaki Makoto as the beginning of prep work for the upcoming decision as mayoral and local candidates try to promote their image. I spoke to Pippa Coombe, Councillor Pippa Coombe, about the election, as well as changes to housing regulations before that on our regular city counselling segment. I first asked her to explain the Auckland Unitary Plan, where changes have recently been made.
1: Yes, so last week the Planning Committee approved the public notification of amendments to Auckland's Unitary Plan, our district plan zoning rules, And it's in response to the government's housing reforms, which are to increase housing supply and intensification in our main city centres. Council didn't have any choice but to go through this process. Um, We've been directed to make the changes. And so what's happened is that we've uh, uh, approved a proposal and it goes out for consultation on the 18th of August for six weeks. So this is the opportunity for people to put in submissions about what they do and they don't like because it it is bringing about some really significant changes for Auckland.
0: What are the changes that have recently been made in your most recent meeting?
1: Um, So what Council has to do is that we have to allow zoning for increased intensification, specifically around transit stops, um, metropolitan centres and the city centres in what's known as walkable catchments. So we've got some discretion around the size of those catchments and there's been lots of debate around how far is it reasonable for people to walk, Um, where would you expect that intensification. And um, also we've had to implement what's called the medium density um, housing rules, which allow for pretty much everywhere across Auckland to um, allow zoning for three storeys up to three dwellings on every single site, unless there's an exceptions, and some of those exceptions are prescribed. They're called qualifying matters, and some council um, we've we've come up with some that we think should also apply, and of course quite convert, controversially in matters. Um, if um, we've we've um, done an assessment of high quality, special character, then we're saying that that should be an exception as well. But it's all going out for um, consultation.
0: There has been a lot of new terraced and apartment buildings that are supposedly going to be allowed through this change to the plan. There's been a lot of these over the past few months, such as in Hobsonville and areas where these terraced and apartment houses have gone up, but have remained fairly unaffordable for many people who are needing affordable housing. How can the council make sure that the new homes that do go up out of this plan are built to be affordable and accessible for people?
1: Well, zoning is only an enabling tool. So council can't force development to follow that zoning. It's just one part of the jigsaw of what makes housing affordable. So there are going to be a whole lot of other factors. And, you know, obviously an issue at the moment is the big squeeze on labour and materials. That's making developments more expensive. So um, council, you know, from our end, we're trying to make it easier to do to get um. To, to get the consent you need to be able to do the development and it, you know, government has mandated that it will be easier to do certain kinds of um, housing. but you know councils sort of limited in, in the other tools that we have available that makes housing affordable.
0: Are there any other modifications to the plan that you are looking to make in the coming weeks?
1: Well, it's now really out of Council's hands. So it goes out for consultation for six weeks, and it's a public consultation, and it's consultation on Council's proposal. But the submissions go back to an independent hearing panel, and it's that panel that hears all the evidence and decides whether, you know, Council's got it right around the the extent of the walkable catchments, the exceptions and other rules that we're proposing. And um, then there's going to be hearings all through 2023 and then it doesn't come back um, for a recommendation until 2024, and council can either um, approve the recommendations from the hearings panel, or where there's disagreement, it then goes to the minister. So it's a bit of a different process because previously it could have gone to the environment court, and there could have been more sort of, um, you know, litigation around the rules. Um, but this is meant to be kind of more stream- streamlined. But there's no political input now until 2024.
0: Moving over to the local elections, as this goes to air, nominations to run for council will have just closed. What are we expecting the next few months to look like in the run-up to the local election vote?
1: Well, I think Aucklanders will get sick of seeing all the signs around Auckland with all the candidate names and photos because they can go up in public places, you know, all across Auckland. And But I think we'll start... Um, noticing more that there's an election on and that it's really important to get engaged in it and, you know, what are the issues that are on the table. And already we're sort of seeing groups trying to make an issue out of things that are just not, you know, like a local government issue, like there's a big campaign to try and stop the um, cycling bridge on the harbour when that's not even a council proposal and it's not even a thing that's happening. But, you know, groups are seeing that as an, an easy way of trying to, get voter's attention and get votes so it's going to be a matter of kind of working through what the issues are um, trying to get along to meet the candidate events and just really get down to why it's important to vote and who the people are that have put their hands up to be our representative including me
0: <laughs> what sort of movements do you think need to be made right now to make sure that people do get involved in the local elections and do vote
1: Well I think a big part of it and why young people traditionally haven't voted is because they haven't felt there's a reason to and they haven't felt that there's a candidate that is representative of them and what we're seeing in this election I think is a lot more young people coming through, especially the team I'm standing on and um, a lot more diversity so you know, hopefully, with a especially with a Cecil Collins running as mayor, you know, he, he has the potential to be Auckland's first Pacifica mayor. I think that gives people a lot of reasons to vote um, for the first time ever. So I'm hoping for a, a much bigger turnout than we traditionally get.
0: So what other preparatory work do you think that people need to do in the run-up to the local elections?
1: Well, there will be, a lot of it isn't online yet, but there will be kind of meet your, um, you know, Find a candidate, find out who's standing in your local area, um, read up on them, and that information will be all online as we get closer to voting day, which starts from the 16th of September, and it goes for three weeks. And unusually, you know, with local government, it is a postal vote, so that often throws people because it involves having to find an envelope, um, fill it in, and then return it to a mailbox or a ballot box. You know, that that can often sort of deter first-time voters who might not have ever used a, a postbox in their life.
0: Has the council considered implementing alternative measures to figuring out voting that can allow more people to access it easier?
1: Um, well, there, there is um, a new change this time in that there will be ballot boxes in supermarkets, which I think is a great innovation. Um, what's unusual about the local government election that's run by council but we can't change the rules about it being postal. So we can't move it online and we can't just have one election day like the general election. Um, So it's just trying to make it easier for people to to get their ballot paper into an official box. So hopefully that will help having them at supermarkets. And then also there'll just be a lot more information online. um, So it'll be much easier to, to find out about candidates and find what they stand for. So I'm hoping that will all help.
0: That was Councillor Pippa Coombe on upcoming housing changes as well as local elections. Have you tried mindfulness? Try mindfulness.
1: City Counselling on 95BFM.